All right, I'm hearing less. Grab one of the three, and I want you to quickly draw a picture of a nasty bug or insect or reptile that you don't like. Okay, it doesn't have to be pretty. No one's going to see this. Just draw a quick picture and then write the word underneath it. Okay, real quick. For me, I hate spiders. Hate spiders. Love snakes, hate spiders. Had two pet snakes once. One got out of the cage. Found it underneath our bookshelf. <laughs> and what was great about our snakes is we kept it in the cage by the dining room table. It's a conversation piece for people, right? They come, well, what's in there? Oh, two snakes. What? It's great. All right, everyone, quickly draw a picture of what you don't like. You hate this thing. This thing creeps you out. Let's see it. Hold it up in the air. You got the little word? See, there's other personalities that say, I'm not doing this stupid thing this morning either. Right? Hey, let's put it on the ground. Let's put it on the ground. Let's stop this thing. This thing's gross. You don't want to hear it. You don't want to see it. Let's hear it. You don't like it. It's gone. Grab your second sheet of paper. You are going to write the word of a food you do not like. Lima beans for me. That is, I don't know why God ever created lima beans. Gross. Write a word down. Just write the word. Don't draw this one. And just tell your neighbor what word. Show them your word. This is, this is yucky food, right? As kid would say, this is yucky. This is gross. Let's take our gross food and do the same thing. Let's put it on the floor. Stop that gross food. You're not going to eat that thing again. It's disgusting. So we've squished two things. Take your third sheet of paper this morning. Write the word mom. 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 Put it on and stop it. Because words are powerful. We're fine stomping on the things, the words that we don't like. But all of a sudden, you put a word that means something to you. I don't want to stomp on it. Because words bring movement into our lives. Words are powerful. Words encapsulate ideas. They evoke our emotions. They bring back memories and experiences in our lives. So we're fine stomping on the bugs we don't like, the word that we see of the food we don't like, but all of a sudden I see the words mom and oh, I don't want to stomp. Because there's power in words. There's movement in words. There's grace in words. Words create movement. Words create what? Words create what? Words create movement. Why won't I stomp on mom? See, every year, millions of people across this globe on this day come up with a long list of New Year's resolutions. Things that they need to start doing, things they need to stop doing, things they need to start working on in their lives, things that they just want to invest better wisely into their health, their finances, 
whatever it is, they get a long list. And about 70% of Americans do this every year on January 1st. By the end of February, 80% have quit. What would happen this year in 2017? Instead of focusing on a long list of New Year's resolutions that 80% of us are going to stop doing, we focus on one word. Because words create movement. What would it look like in our lives as Radiant Church, Radiant Life, that one word, you focus on it, you discuss it, and you let God reveal one word that will transform your life this year. One word. One word. See, here's what I do know. And if you're a note taker, you want to write this down. You ready? Change is possible, but what? Focus is required. Change is possible, but focus is required. A lot of times, this is why New Year's resolutions never work, because we have the laundry list of the things you want to do, even, even a short one or a long one, whatever it is, things that you want to get done, and change is possible. I want to do these things. The issue is my focus is stretched between maybe 10, 12, 15 things I need to do this year. Change is possible, but focus is required. What would it look like to just focus on one word and allow God to transform your heart this year. One word. We're going to look at one verse. Go along with this theme this morning. And this is the, my prayer for our church and for everyone individually, that we live this verse out. Jesus spoke this in John chapter 15, verse 5. This is what Jesus says. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you, what? One more time, if you, if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Nothing. It's almost like Jesus knew exactly what our lives would be like. Chaotic, overwhelming full of our schedules and stuff we wish. God says, no, 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 I want you to know something. Remain in me. Stop being busy with all these things. And Yes, but in the busyness, will you remain in me? Remain in me and I'll remain in you. And if you do, you will bear so much fruit. And bearing fruit, you can do nothing apart from me. And I want this to be the verse of our church this year and that each and every one of you, that this year we all remain in Jesus. One word. One word that we're going to kind of look at this morning. What's one word you could choose to help you live this verse out, to help you remain in Jesus so that you will bear fruit because apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. What's one word in your life to get into that posture, to say, God, I'm here to live for you. I want to look like your son, Jesus. What's one word that I can focus on? Because the change is possible, but focus is required. What's one word I can just focus on and begin to live like your son, Jesus Christ? Why? So I can remain in you because I will bear much fruit. Because apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. 
One word. One word. And this one word that we're going to kind of discuss and it will come to you over weeks and this isn't just about trying to be better or trying to be good this year. It's living out our vision and purpose of radiant life. The first word on my shirt is to live like Jesus. What's one word in your life that you can choose to say, you know what? I want to be like your son, Jesus. Let me get that narrow focus mind and go after one word. Instead of the laundry list, go from laundry list to one word. So we have to ask the question. And the question is, how do I really want to be? Let's read this together. Let's read it out loud with some passion behind it. Are you ready? The question we have to ask together is what? How do I really want to be? Not who do I want to be? Because for some of us, we'll say Eddie Van Halen or Jim Harbaugh. Certainly not Mark D'Antonio. Or you can say, I want to be like LeBron James. We don't want to talk about who do we want to be. We want to talk about how do I really want to be. Because in life, we have to realize that there's always a starting point for us. We are always going Hey, Dwight, looks like you're going to change the slides for me, buddy. We are here. This is where we are right now, spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially. We're here. We always will be here. But our goal is always to go there. Whatever there looks like for you, it's a journey from here to there. Oh, thanks, Lou. So nice. Can you rub my feet too? And you have to ask the question, how do I really want to be? That's the there. This year, what do I want there to look like inside of me spiritually? If I'm here, how do I get to there? And and getting to here says, as Jesus says in John 15, you have to remain in Jesus. You remain, you will bear fruit, because apart from Jesus, you can do nothing. What does here look like right now for you spiritually? For some of us, we don't want to discuss what here looks like. Because it's tough. We realize I am nowhere near there. And being here can reveal hurts, can reveal pain, to realize I've got a lot of work in my life. But if we're going to move in 2017, how do I really want to be? You have to ask that question. What does there look like? And for all of us, if you're a follower of Jesus, there will all look different. Because we all have certain hang-ups and hiccups here. We're all probably going to focus on a different word this year to move us from here to there. But there is definitely looking like Jesus Christ. But we all get there in a different way. I want to play a video for you. Oh, I'm not yet. Lou, you got my clicker ready? Thank you, Lou. 
So how do we move from here to there? How do we get there? Number one, ask God. Ask who? Ask God. That's your very first thing is say, God, I need to ask God, what does here look like for me right now? What does it look like? You got to ask God. You ask God, God will begin to reveal things to you. What does here look like? What does it look like? What does it look like? The second thing you start to do is you list. You do what? List. Ask God, what does here look like? And begin to list words that just come to mind. I ended up listing 31 words when I was trying to come up with one word this year. 31. The best time for my thinking is in the shower. I've got the wall and I grab the shower markers, that the crayons that my kids have, and I just start listing all the words that, of course, they're my kids, but they're actually mine. Um, all the words that came to mind. And I ended up coming up with 31 words. And if you have my personality, it drove me bonkers because I wanted my one word. God, this is here. I need to work on this spiritually. I just need to do that. Okay, let me come up with words. And I begin to list everything. Boom, 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 boom. And I was like, all these words were great. All 31 I could run with. But as I list it, my next thing I begin to do is you pray. You do what? You pray. Every morning that I got in, I began with my marker. God revealed something. And I sat there, crossing off words. Not that one, not that one. Well, that one's really good. But not that one. Not that one. In the prayer. God, what's that one word that I can focus on? If change is possible, but focus is required, what's that one word I can focus on to look more like your son, Jesus Christ? And I begin to scratch off words. For some of us, we already are thinking right now, you know what one word, you know that one word that God has already revealed to you. Say, this is the word I'm going to focus on this year to help me look like Jesus more and more. For others of you, since this is brand new, you're like, I, I don't even know where to start. If you go start, ask God. That's God. For two and a half weeks, I told staff, I'm so frustrated because Pastor Josh got his one word immediately. He knew it right away. I struggled for two and a half weeks trying to come up with a word. It was pain, staking pain. I didn't like it. Go through the process. Because this year, we want to live like Jesus. Focus on one word. So we can all live out John 15, 5. Remain in Jesus. I want to show you this quick video of a girl that chose her one word for the shoot. Surrender was part of my 31 words. It's a great word to focus on. Maybe that's your word. It just wasn't right for me. Focus on what God wants to do in you this year. I told you I had 31 words. Four times in two and a half, three weeks, I thought I found my word. The first one was abide, because I wanted to live that John 15 verse out. Jesus' words remain in me, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to abide this year. And I said, no, I'm going to have peace about it. Then I went to pour, P-O-U-R. Man, I just want the Holy Spirit to pour down on our church and on you and on me. I just want the Holy Spirit pours my word. And then a couple days later, no, it's not the right word. Then I went to more. 
I just want more of God in my life, more of this. We need to just, I want more people to come to salvation, know Jesus Christ. And about for a week, I thought that was my word. Just hearing songs with the word more in it, and I'm like, that's it, it's more. Nope, didn't have peace about it. And I continued to pray as I looked at my list, continue to pray that third step. Pray, God, what's that one word? What's that one word? And God revealed a verse to me, and I was like, that is my one word. And here's my verse in my one word, Philippians 6.10. Finally, be what? There's my one word. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. So I asked God, God, reveal what here looks like for me. God revealed, Ryan, you're doing a lot of things on your own strength. I don't want to hear that. That says, I need to move you from here to there. But if I'm going to, you got to be strong in me. I actually ordered a bracelet that's coming next week. It says, God's strong on it. I was like, oh, perfect. See, it's working all out. Be strong. That's my one word. I want to lead this church strong in God's power. I want to lead my family strong in God's power. I want to be the person that God's called to me to be strong in His power. I want to rest my, when I'm weak, I want to be strong. When I'm going through great things, I want to be strong in God. When I'm going through the hills and the valleys of life, I want to be strong in God and His power. That's my one word I'm focusing on this year. I don't know what that brings for me, but I know this, I have absolute peace that God's saying, you, Ryan, this year, forget the list, focus on strong. I want to make you look like more like my son. Strong. We've created this wall over here, my one word. For many of us, you're like 51 words already and going through your head. Maybe for some of us, we know our one word. There's already words beginning to put. There's markers down there. There's everything that you need to just scribble on those, mirror, or those window panes just to write your one word. Why? So every Sunday you come in and experience worship, you're reminded, God, it's my one word. Because change is possible, but what's required? Focus. You lose focus, we'll lose sight of what we're doing. So every Sunday now you come in, you realize that's my one word. And maybe perhaps on some Sundays you need to come over here and just stare at your one word and pray, God, I did not have this in view this week. For some of us, after service, you can go and write it. We had many during first service already do it. For others, it's going to take like three weeks like it did for me. But in three weeks from now, you can still go over there and write your one word. What does it look like to focus on one word this year? To do true heart and character transformation. New Year's resolutions will fade. But you focus on one word, it can have everlasting impact on your life. Say, Jesus, I'm here to look like you. What's your one word? What we also want to do, and praise team, you can come up at this time. We want to go on a social media craze. If you're on social media, whatever that looks like, Twitter and, is that Instagram? Yes. For the teens, you would know. Facebook, whatever it is. That you go on whatever social media and you post my one word 2017, boom, strong, whatever it is, pound, 
I know it's hashtag, but it's pound to everyone except teenagers. Pound, my, my, my one word, pound, Radiant Life CH is our Twitter handle. Is that what you say? I don't even know this language, but um, hey, go and let's share our one word. Just say, hey, my one word, as soon as this service is done, I'm going on my phone, my one word, strong. Why? Because I want to look like Jesus Christ. Be strong, be strong, 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 strong. That's my one word. What's your one word? Let's focus on it this year. Why focus on one word to become like Jesus? Change is possible, but what? Focus is required. Let's live out Jesus' words. Let's remain in him so that you and I can bear fruit. But remaining in him, let's choose one word to focus on. One word that can transform your life. Let me pray for us. Father, we thank you that you are a good, good Father, that you love us. You love us with all of our hang-ups, with all of our baggage. You love us knowing exactly where we are here. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would reveal what there looks like. That you would begin to just reveal to us the thing that we got to focus on this new year as we try to look more like your son, Jesus Christ. So when we look like your son, Jesus Christ, the world will say, there's something different about you. And that's when we say, yeah, I got to share about this love of Jesus Christ that he has for you. Help us to shine for you. Help us to pour out everything that we have for you. And Holy Spirit, will you reveal that one word so that we can look every Sunday morning at those window panes and be reminded that we're striving to look like your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. At this time, the ushers can come forward. We'll take up this morning's tithes and offerings. If you're a first-time guest with us, sit on your wallet. This is for regular attenders. You can drop your connection card off in the plate as well. But your faithful giving helps us to do ministry, helps us to live like Jesus and share his love, that two more people in the past week has surrendered their lives to Jesus Christ. And we're able to do ministry because of your giving. So thank you, church. Let's pray, and then we'll close with one song. Father God, we just stand in awe of you. Bless both the gift and the giver as we return back a portion to you. We pray that your kingdom would expand not only in this church, but in the communities, in our workplaces, and in our schools, God. May we see your kingdom come crashing to earth. And may we look more like your son, Jesus. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Will you please stand as the plate goes by you? Please stand and we'll close with a song.